Good morning, church. I am so uh, excited just to be with you guys this morning and just to speak. It is going to be a great time together today. There's already been an amazing worship service, and we've already s- seen God move this year and do some incredible things. And I want to talk today about serving, but I want us to see it from a little bit different point of view. Today is all about being intentional, intentional with everything that we do. We serve a very intentional God. Our God is intentional about his promises. He's intentional about the way he operates. There's not a thing that he does by accident. He's the author and perfecter of our faith. And so because of that, we should serve intentionally. We're going to break it down. We're going to be in 1 Peter chapter 4 today. We're going to be in verse 7. So starting in verse 7, it says, The end of all things is near. Therefore, be alert and sober-minded for prayer. Above all, maintain constant love for one another, since love covers a multitude of sins. Be hospitable to one another without complaining. Just as each one has received a gift, use it to serve others as good stewards of the varied grace of God. If anyone speaks, let it be as one who speaks God's words. And if anyone serves, let it be from the strength God provides so that God may be glorified through Jesus Christ in everything. To him be the glory and power forever. Amen. I want us to see a couple of things here. Um, in verse seven, Peter starts talking about the end of all things is near. Peter's not necessarily saying that the world is going to end tomorrow, although it may, none of us know, right? Um, and with the way that everything is going, this world is crazy right now. Rather, Peter's saying, look, because Christ has died on the cross, because he's fulfilled this promise, Because he's defeated death, he's raised again and is sitting at the right hand of God. There's going to be a time when he comes home to finish everything off, right? Whether we're dead by then or he comes back, he is coming back to take the bride home. And that day will come. And so because of that, he starts laying these things out. And the first thing he says is, therefore, be alert and sober-minded for prayer. Through this passage, the first way that we serve is being intentional about our prayer. We are living like Jesus is coming back tomorrow. And not in a frantic way of, oh my goodness, this is going to happen, so my life is crazy. But we don't know. And so the way, the first way that we serve is through prayer. Right? We're intentional about the things that we ask God and the things that we're asking God to do. I think a lot of the times for some of us who struggle with prayer, we got any of those in this room that you struggle getting prayer just because you don't know if you have the right words to say or whatever, right? I think a lot of the times some of us are super vanilla in how our prayers are. 
Be intentional with your prayers. Ask God to do things in your life through you. Ask God to put people in front of you, right? Ask God to use you to do big things. Ask specific things, right? I said earlier, we serve a God who is intentional. And when you intentionally ask, he intentionally answers those things. It may not be in your timing, but he will intentionally answer those things, right? So ask God, God, what do you want me to do? What does my life need to look like? What is the next step that I need to take? Men, ask God, God, how do you want me to lead my family today? How do you want me to lead my wife and children? Right? Everybody needs to ask God, what is my next step today and what does it look like? And then in verse 8, we see above all, maintain constant love for one another since love covers a multitude of sins. The next way that we serve is being intentional with how we love people, right? Sometimes it is extremely hard to love people, right? It is extremely hard and it takes being intentional to love people, right? Like it, is in, it takes intention to love Dallas Cowboys fans, right? <laughs> you have to be intentional to love people that love the University of Texas, right? It is intentional. You have to make that a priority. When we love, we are showing the love that Christ extended to us. We live in a broken and hurt world that needs love. There are broken people in this room today that just need love. Right? The world will know our God by how we love one another and we love the world. I tell our students all the time, as believers, we may be the only piece of Jesus that anybody ever gets to see in their life. And we may be the only Bible that anybody ever gets to read, which is why it's important that we are intentional with everything that we do. If we are doing anything without love, it doesn't matter. Love has to be at the forefront. And we know that because God demonstrated the ultimate love by giving his son for a bunch of people that didn't deserve it and don't deserve it. So love big and love intentional. This next one goes hand in hand. It says, be hospitable to one another without complaining. You know, being hospitable is a big thing. Opening up your home, holding the door open for people. It takes a big heart to be hospitable. And for some people it comes natural and for others it doesn't. Love and hospitality go hand in hand together. Verse 10 says, just as each one has received a gift, use it to serve others as good stewards of the varied grace of God. I want everybody to understand that we were made for very specific reasons, right? And we just touched a couple of them. The biggest one is to love and worship God. Love people. And the next part is we were all made to serve. 
Every single one of us has been given a gift, has been given something in life. We all have something that God has granted us with. Use those gifts. See, service is not just showing up and doing something, but rather service is your entire life. The moment that we gave our life to Christ, the moment that we surrendered, we said, Jesus, we said, God, our life is not ours anymore. I'm surrendering all of me to you. Do what my life, what you want to. See, being a follower of Christ is not a half in, half out, or God, you can use me when it's comfortable for me or when I am okay with it. But it's being ready to serve all the time. It is letting God use your life, right? And we're not necessarily just talking about here in this building, but at your jobs, right? Serve those people that you can't stand, right? How many of you have hard people to work with at your job? And if you work with your family, don't necessarily raise your hand. Um, (laughs) Serve those that are the hardest to serve, right? Let your life be service. Offer everything that you do for God. You know, when I was in high school, I had a job, but didn't make a whole lot of money. And um, what I did have, though, was a driver's license and a truck. Um, and so being a part of a larger church, I just said, God, I'll give whoever needs a ride. Um, so every Wednesday, every Sunday, Bible studies, I had a truck full of middle school guys. Um, and I don't know if you've ever picked up middle school guys after a football practice or after they've been running around outside of the church. It is a rough thing sometimes. I kept some spray deodorant like inside of my truck. Just you guys need this. (laughs) But that was something that I could offer. Right? Every one of you has something to offer God. He's given you something to do. You don't have to be on staff at a church to serve. You don't have to be standing on a pulpit to serve. You don't have to be the most qualified. You don't have to be the most well-versed person in the world, he just wants a willing heart and he will do the rest. We weren't made to just come into a church and sit on a pew and take up space and oxygen. We were made to go and make his name known. Right, the bride of Christ working together. Like I said, all of you have gifts, some of you are the mouth and some of you are the arms and some of you are the backbone, right? Some of you don't want any recognition and want to be in the background. That's great. Do that. But do something in this place, outside of this place. Don't just be another dot in the world that just passes by. Do big things and not for your credit or for your glory, but to make his name known, to advance his kingdom. You know, there's a lot of talk right now going around about we need another revival in this country. We need something to change. I would disagree. I would think we just need the church to start being the church. 
And if the church is the church, and if the church loves, and if the church serves, and if the church is intentional about everything that they do, if they're intentional about how they love their neighbors and how they love one another, and they're intentional about how they pray, and they're intentional about how they serve, then God will intentionally bring people to his kingdom. We say all the time in our staff meetings, we don't want the first time somebody steps in this room to be the first time that they've heard Jesus or heard what we're about. We want that to come from y'all in living with people and in being in conversation and people watching your lives. Let your lives be service to God. Everything. Our lives are worship. Worship, service go hand in hand. In the last part of verse eight, he says, you've received a gift to serve one another as good stewards of the very grace of God. Right, we talk about being good stewards of our money and good stewards of our time. But Peter's saying right here, for us to serve is to be a steward of the grace that God has given us. Right, for us to serve, right, we're not serving just because we have to. And we're not serving just because it's something that we're supposed to do. But rather the service is the outpouring of what God has done in our life. We serve because he gave everything and required nothing of us but for us to follow him. We serve because he has changed our lives forever. We serve so other people can have the same opportunity that we had, and that is to come to know Jesus as their Lord and Savior. We serve because we can't afford not to serve. Verse 11 says, if anyone speaks... Let it be as one who speaks God's word. And if anyone serves, let it be from the strength that God provides. Right, Peter's making an awesome point here in this. For those of you that are called to speak, for those of you that teach in our life groups, for those of you that lead home groups, whatever it is, when you speak, when you teach, right, you're not speaking from your own self, but you're letting God use you. You're letting God work through you. In the same way when we serve, right? We're not serving through our power or our strength, but rather we are letting God use us and work through us. This body that is here, the, 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 the existence of this, this is just a vessel that God is using. Right, this place is super temporary and one day we'll be standing in the face of our Savior and God is asking us to bring as many people with us as we can. Not for our sake, not just so we can get a pat on the back, not so we can feel great about ourselves, but why? It is in the back of verse 11. 
so that God may be glorified through Jesus Christ in everything. To him be the glory and power forever. Amen. Right, Pastor talked about it last week in the heartbeat of service. Right, and Peter's talking about it now. The reason that we serve and the whole why behind us serving is that God gets the glory. It is that so he is made known. I don't know about y'all, but I can't take credit for anything that I've done with my life. Because everything that I would have done with my life would have been the complete opposite place of where I am now. God has to get the glory through everything that we do. Through the good times and through the hard times. Let your life tell a story and let that story glorify God. Live life big, do life big, do life together. And wrapping up in the challenge today is this. I'm gonna have the band come back up, but I want us to think about a couple things before we close. Right, I talked about us having gifts. Everybody has something that they have been called to. Everybody has something that God has granted and blessed them with. Some of you are very intentional people, right? The church needs intentional people, right? It's easy for you to say hi and love on people. Serve and let God use you there. You guys are going to see next week, there are so many things that you can do in this church. We're going to take some time to pray, and I want you to pray for a couple of things before we close. We talked about being intentional with how we pray, so I want you to have God, intentionally ask God, God, what do you want for my life? What do you want me to serve in this place, outside of this place? Right, age does not matter. It is never too late to have God use you in a big way. So intentionally ask God, God, what do you want from me? The next step is this, this week, how are you gonna intentionally love those around you? And not just the people that it's easy, but intentionally love the hard people to love, those in your family, those in your life. How are you gonna display Christ to them? What is your love going to look like? For some of us, that means setting aside everything that we are and letting God take over. It's setting aside the hurt, the pain, whatever it is, and saying, God, you're bigger than those things and your will is bigger than those things. So how are you going to intentionally love? And the last thing is this. Ask for God to give you opportunities to serve. Not just here, but outside of this place. Ask him to put people in front of your life so that you can share your story. So that you can let your life be worship. A lot of the times we overcomplicate the gospel and we overcomplicate sharing Jesus with people. 
All we have to do is just tell our story and let God do the rest. If you have accepted Jesus, you had a death to life moment. Your forever had to start somewhere. So start there.